Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome into the award-winning The Orange Zone Podcast. A reminder, you can find every episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to listen. You can also find every episode on our CMY Central YouTube page. New episodes are released Wednesdays and weekly, really, sometimes give or take a day or two. And we invite you to like, comment, and subscribe for more Orange Zone content where you, we are your place for all things orange. I'm Tommy Sladak. This is Samantha Croston. We have Brendan Hodges and Rachel Culver on the producer mics. And I'm bringing you some big news today. Because thank you for being a part of this journey because the Orange Zone podcast has been recognized by the Radio Television Digital News Association with a regional Edward R. Morrow Award for Best Podcast. Best Podcast out of Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and New York. Self-clap it up. Let's go. Let's go. Gang, gang. So proud of... um, Everyone forgetting this. It was kind of like a, a shocking call because it is it's award season. Sometimes you're not really sure what's being submitted where. And uh, it's a it's a big deal. It's a big deal to receive a Moreau. They're very, um, you know, highly looked upon. Um, and obviously, we have some people to thank here. Sean, Sean Carroll, our news director here at CMY Central for um, helping spark this idea and giving us the resources to build it into what it is today. Caitlin Soreo, Jana Barnello, our former assistant news directors who helped in the early stages of development for this show. Brian and Nelly, Andy Wolf, operations manager and chief photog who helped design this insane set um, and obviously continue to assist in maintaining it. This set's gone through adversity. Sure has. It's humbled us. Mm-hmm. We've been rained on quite literally. <laughs> that put us out of here for a few weeks. And um, those are just some of the names, but it's a, it's a big deal. And I'm going to open it up to you, Sam. It will also be competing for a national award now, which yeah. is really cool as well. It gets to go on and compete with other podcasts across the entire country. And that will be announced in August, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, this is not why we do what we do. We do it because we love it and because we like to hear from all of you and create something that's special and meaningful, but it's really cool to, to have that work be recognized. And I truly believe the best is yet to come. I think this is in the early stages and we just look forward to continuing to bring you more content and, and growing and learning alongside all of you in the process. What is that your email? Is that your email signature or something? The best is yet to come, Sam? It's kind of my thing. That is. That is. Brenda, you're a little bit quiet, but uh, the, the, the floor is yours, my friend. How are you feeling about this award? Rachel and I both are feeling absolutely ecstatic about this. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel tried to tell me yesterday that she's only been here a little while, so she's not technically part of the team, which is absolute not. It's not true. False. It's False. De- it, she's part of the TVT. The trivia villain team. She mm-hmm. is. She is. And the she's Orange full Zone villain. team. And she's here today. She does a great job on Thursdays when we do our second episode each week. It, it's amazing that we're able to do that now. Um, and it's amazing to have been a part of this from the very beginning. And Rachel's going to take over 
very well whenever um, I am no longer here. So wow. that is, it's always great to have a team like this and we have grown so much closer over the course of this with so many people, whether it be the people we talk to outside of this, our own colleagues, um, the athletes we get to talk to at some points, the coaches that you guys talk to on a pretty much pretty standard base <clears throat> basis. And uh, I'm getting choked up here. Yeah, no, it's, wow. it's, it's fantastic. It, it's amazing. And to be recognized is great, but to do this with you guys is obviously the top of it. It's the cherry on top. Like that's what we live for every week. Yeah. Truly doesn't feel like a job. It's awesome. And obviously a big thank you as well to, to Lawrence, to Lawrence Mullen and yeah. James Mungro who have been a huge part of this team. And uh, we'll get into some lacrosse content here, but in a little bit, I think we're going to be given, um, we're going to give Mungro a call and just see if he can uh, see if he answers and it'll be fun because we haven't told either of them about this news. I think they'll be really excited to hear that. So um, let's hop right into it because we have, it's a championship weekend coming up. It's championship week. We have a team in a championship. We had it with men's soccer in the fall, mm -hmm. and we're having it again with Syracuse women's lacrosse. What a journey this has been for this team. And, wow, it's here. Syracuse, Boston College going down on Friday at 530 in Cary, North Carolina. Sam, we are here, and it's real. Grab your popcorn, folks, because this is the matchup. Mm. If Syracuse wins this, I believe they'll win the national championship. I believe this will be the hardest matchup that they face. And since the start, it just feels like this is the team that's always kind of the thorn in Syracuse's side. So right. this is the team you have to get past. Yes, sir. Big time. And we were at, uh, I was at um, media availability earlier today. Today is Tuesday. We are recording this on a Tuesday. And it was great because we got to catch up with Emma Ward, Emma Tyrell, uh, Delaney Schweitzer, Kayla Trainer, of course, and it was really great just getting a feel of their energy. And uh, one thing that, you know, before we get into the lacrosse aspect that I had somewhat forgotten about or maybe didn't realize is they are the last people on campus. There's no one there. Mm. Um, and so that was fun talking to them about that. I think they said the, the rowing team was also there. But other than that, they are the kind of last remaining souls. This little window here before the fall sports return, as well as summer courses pick up. And they're like, it's just us. And so we are spending every waking minute together. And they're loving it. And they're thinking that they're just, it's, it's strengthening what's already been a really great energy. And they're feeling, they're feeling really good going into this, Sam. Not to mention, I remember at the last media availability prior to this they had discussed you know the influence that outside factors might have played and again not an excuse but just context talking about during the ACC championship how they did have finals and they did have schoolwork and there were other things they had to focus on it's a totally different feeling when you can be locked in a hundred percent of the time no more schoolwork no more finals to focus on and literally no other people besides just your teammates and this one goal that they've all had their eyes set on since the second this season began big time and taking a look at the final four here again it's Syracuse and Boston College at the two and three seed and then we have Northwestern that's the number one taking on number five Denver and I'm happy to see Denver in there because they were maybe a team that even we at times might have somewhat disrespected just because their schedule wasn't the ACC juggernaut that we see Syracuse going through I'd as say. they went through um just having a terrific season. So I'm, I'm happy to see them there and that they've uh, proved some people wrong to show that they are a legit contender to win this whole thing. And the crazy, I know we're going to get into this in a little bit, but just the way that they made it to the final four, the oh fact that the score of that game 
was five to four. You beat North Carolina five to four. What does that say about Denver's defense? Honestly, I would love to see a national championship game that's Syracuse against Denver. The best offense in the entire country going up against probably the best defense in the entire country. Storyline. Ayo. But let's get into some of these questions Brendan has because I'm kind of interested in it. Let's make it happen. So Brendan has, uh, to break down the tournament so far, a list of one or the other questions, breaking down what we've seen in this NCAA Women's Lacrosse Tournament. So here's the first one. Which oh, well, game? I thought you guys were going to let me read this. Oh, I'm sorry. I have the Go fancy ahead. double box Go up ahead. here. Go for it. Please yeah. do you. So, oh, yeah, we're in the new double yeah, box. Yeah, we have a new if double box If you're watching on YouTube, oh, wow. if you're watching on YouTube, visually, very appealing uh, set here. It's you, and, it's you and me. I don't even know if you've seen it. We won an award. So we have to up our game a bit. It's a two-shot on of us. us. And then here. Brendan's head, I believe, is... is on the other side of Sam right now. Yes. So, Brendan's big old head. <laughs> that's what we're looking at. Thank Go you ahead, that. man. A scarier t- game for a tournament favorite. Pick one or the other. Northwestern's 8-7 win over Michigan or Boston College barely beating Penn 9-7. Mm. One or the other. I'll let Sam go first. I go Boston College. But I think Boston College in general, I just, when I think about Boston College and I think about Northwestern, I have just always felt more fearful when I think about the Eagles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just a feeling. Is that recency bias stepping into the brain? It's history. History. Yeah. It's the history that they've had with the Orange. I think this is a great question, Brendan. Like to me, it's it's really a toss up. I'm gonna just for the sake of argument go with Northwestern because they were they were the number one and it was only a one uh, a one goal victory. But then again, time and time again we see in college tournaments. The teams that make it to the end normally have that that game that they had to get over. Things weren't exactly going the way. It wasn't their type of of game. It wasn't their type of lacrosse, basketball, you name it. And they're able to get over it. So, you know, credit to both of these teams. But I'm going to go with Northwestern. Let's move on. Which comeback was more impressive? James Madison beating Maryland 15-14. I think they scored like seven goals in the fourth quarter to win that game. Or Denver coming back from 4-2 to two to beat North Carolina 5-4 in that absolute defensive grind we saw last week. You start us off this time. Denver. Denver. Denver over UNC. I'm, I'm always impressed with a seven-goal uh, goal comeback, but just it, the, the, the sake of taking down UNC in that style and winning 5-4, to four is I can't get over that. I think I have to agree only because when they were down by just a couple of goals – it, it felt like it could have been seven or eight. Oh. It felt like that's how hard you would have had to have worked to to make up that loss of just only a couple of goals, which normally is not a big deal. Right. It was just the weirdest game. Like a score like 5-4 in lacrosse, you just never see that. No. So bizarre. I loved it, though. Me I too. love it. Next question. Which performance was more dominant, Syracuse 25-8 to over Johns Hopkins or Northwestern beating Loyola 16 to 6 with a scoreline that I don't think showed how much of a gap there is between those two teams. Sam, you take it. And that is interesting because I hear you, you know, the fact that with Northwestern and Loyola, yeah, it was only 10 goals, but Loyola is a great team. But I'm still going to go Syracuse for this one just because I thought the 25 to 8 performance was so dominant and so scary that if you were another team looking at, you know, the way that 
maybe those last three games had happened previously before the Hopkins game, you thought, okay, this is a team that's beatable. This is a team that might break down. And then you saw that, and I felt like it sent a message, a statement to other teams. No, we are actually back on track, and we are as dominant as you thought we were for the first 15 games of the season. And didn't you feel it was the opposite of what happened in the Boston College game in the regular season where they came out so hot and ultimately just let that win fade away? Whereas this one, it was tight to start, and it was that feeling of, oh boy, are we going through this again? And so right. them to step up and, and just be so dominant, and especially down the stretch, it was, it was really impressive. Because you're right. It was sort of like a, I don't remember exactly, but it was kind of like one to one, two to two, 25 to eight. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Just like that. Next one. Which unit would you take if you could only choose one? Northwestern's attack, Denver's defense. Denver defense. Offense wins games, defense wins championships. Next one. That was quick. This, there are four options for this one, one for each team. Best attacking duo left in the tournament. For Syracuse, Megan Tyrell, mm. Emma Ward. Northwestern, Izzy Skane, Aaron Koikendall. Boston College, Jen Medjid, Bell Smith. Denver, Lauren Black, Julia Gilbert. You can only pick one out of all four? You can only pick one out of all four. Up. Best out of the four. I got mine. Go for it, bud. Oh. This is no disrespect to Syracuse, but I think the Syracuse offense is just – I don't look at that offense and say it's a duo that I look at. I look at that and say it's about four or five pieces that comprise what makes them what I believe to be the best attack, like we mentioned, in college lacrosse. But as for a duo, Jim Medjid and Bell Smith. Ah. Beat it. Same one? It sucks because you're right, but it's true. It, I mean, may, maybe Syracuse, but I agree. I feel like if I was going to – Say a duo, I don't mm. even know if those are the two people I would pick. And for Northwestern, I've always just viewed it as the Skane train yeah, from the outside looking definitely. in. Would you that's argue, feeling like a one-woman show. Would you say Izzy Skane is the best player left in the tournament? Hmm. I don't know. I'd say she's the best scorer left in the good. tournament. She looked really good against Loyola guys. I know. I would, I would say – would say. It's such a hard question. But I would. Uh, this is the f this is the furthest I'd be willing to go right now. I'd say she's in the top two, as far as people who are left in the tournament. She's in the top two Who's across one? all teams. Who's with her there? It's her and Megan Tyrell, and at the end of it, they'll be the two that are fighting for the Tawaraton Award. Tawaraton. Is that how yeah. we're saying it these it's, days? It's. I've seen. I've heard it say be say be said five different ways, but because um, I I want to say Tawarton, but Me too. there is a very much. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Such an emphasis on ton. Okay, so, so to war a ton. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I think it'll be them, too, fighting for that award, and it's not even close. Um, but I do think she's the best scorer left in, in all of college lacrosse, period. Awesome. Period. Period. All right, let's move on, Brendan. I love those. On to the final four, taking a look at this Syracuse and Boston College matchup. Um, second of the two semifinal matchups that will be played on Friday, meaning both teams will know who has already advanced to the national championship set to be played on Sunday. And as we know, Syracuse is facing a familiar foe, and it is against 
the Boston College Eagles. And the most two recent games, um, yeah, they hurt. They hurt. Because Boston College took down Syracuse 17-16 to in the regular season finale. We were there live that day. It was at the SU Soccer Stadium. They were up 12-6. to And um, Boston College figured out something, and they started running some plays. I was able to weave through that Syracuse defense, and they got back in it. And ultimately, since then, though, it's such a different story. And that was something that Kayla Trainer and the players talked about today is they just said, we were a different team from that. We are a different team. This is all working out the way it was meant to be. Syracuse is going to win this game. And I feel more confident saying that wow. because they lost the last two. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is to beat a team three times in the same season in a row? It's not happening. When they lost that game, and remember, before the first regular season, before the regular season matchup. Should make a mention. I think they've only played them once this year. I thought they played them twice. Did I thought they lost to UNC in the ACC. You're right. So my bad. It's okay. But because last still, year it was like very similar. Last year, I believe it was the last the regular season finale as well. It says right there. You're right. It, was, it, was, it was UNC so who knocked similar. them out. Either way, when it they lost the that game in the regular season finale, I remember before that thinking they might lose this game. I think yeah. I said that on this podcast. And when they did, I actually felt like, okay, this is the way that things were supposed to happen. Because even if you look down a little bit further on this list, in 2021, which this was an interesting year, Boston College defeats Syracuse in game one of the final regular season series. Then Syracuse defeats them in game two of the final regular season series. Then they defeat Boston College in the ACC tournament. Then they lose in the national championship game. I do feel like they kind of exchange. They go back and forth. They have games where they win, games where they lose. I think that all of that was setting them up so that they would be ready to play this game now on the highest stage. And I do think they are going to win. I think they are a different team. I think Boston College is great. Great. But I think Syracuse has their number now. And I do think that they're a different team than the first time that they played. And it is an important note here that Brendan put down that Kayla Trainer was an assistant coach on BC when they defeated Syracuse in the 2021 National Championship game. Right. It's amazing. It's amazing how that comes into play. Um, and just to see, obviously, and just as if we don't say it enough, end of the day, she's had an 18-2 and two season. She's knocking on the doorstep. She's looking to bring home that national championship trophy, and it could happen here in 2023. It's amazing to see. And you have to think that's an advantage that Kayla Trainer knows so much about Boston College, whereas I'm not sure that Boston College has quite as much insight and knowledge about Syracuse and the way they play. Maybe. But Maybe. they figured something out in the regular season finale. You're right. And I think a part of that was probably understanding Kayla's game. I don't know. Because Kayla probably learned her game from Acacia Walker-Weinstein. Isn't that her last name? Acacia Walker-Weinstein? Weinstein, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nailed so, it. yeah, that's a, that's a tough one right there. I don't know. Well, hey, let's let's do this. The big question. You mentioned that they can. Be, you think they're going to beat them. What is it going to take to not only beat them but win the first ever national championship? I even thought about this during the Hopkins game when I was um, an analyst during that game. I always like to think about what are my keys to the game. And for Syracuse, normally I'll come up with you know two or three for each team. I could only think of one thing then, and I can really only think of one thing now. I really think that they just have to get out of their own way. I think, and I've said this since the start, I actually look back to see when did I say that Syracuse is gonna win the national championship this year? I said on March 5th. 
And the reason I felt that way is because I truly felt that was maybe five or six wins into the season that at their best, they are better than any team in the entire country. Mm -hmm. But you have to have your best day on that most important day. So will they be able to do that? I mean, really, technically speaking, Delaney Schweitzer is going to have to play good again. She's going to have to have a consistent game. And I think defensively, when you think about any weaknesses they could possibly have, that is probably where it is. So maybe just a little bit more communication defensively. Um, you know, they've been sliding pretty well, but I would say certainly an emphasis on that. And also being willing to make in-game adjustments, which I think Coach Trainer is. But let's see who's scoring. Try not to have any one person be the hot hand. But if they are, be willing to face guard them or be willing to switch up your strategy defensively in order to kind of make that happen. But I, I do think they just have to play their best game, and their best game will be better than, than the Eagles' best game. I would also love to see some uh, late draw wins in this one. Mm. Late draw wins. Because I feel like out the gate, they do fine with that. I want to see it happening in those final minutes. Okay. There we go. Producer Brendan, producer Rachel. Hello. You evil duo. It's trivia time. <laughs> All Let's right. get after it. So Brendan wrote this question, but I'm going to read it. Um, out of the teams in this year's women's lacrosse final four, Syracuse has only beaten one of them at this stage of the game. Which team, which year, and who led Syracuse in points? Read that again for me. Out of, absorb it. out of this year's women's lacrosse final four, Syracuse has only beaten one team at this stage in the season. Which team, which year, and who led SU in points? So which team did they beat, which year was it, and who was the leading scorer? With and points? it's one of the teams that are in this final four right now? Yes. So like out of this final four, which one have they beaten in the final four, and when was it? I feel like the team is Northwestern. I I feel the same. That's correct. Okay. okay. Which year? It wasn't 21, right? Is it? Was let me, it? Let me lock in for a minute. Lock in. Lock in. Let her lock in. <laughs> let me cook. <laughs> give me give me that juju for a minute. No, it's distracting now. <laughs> I'll put him down. It Lock was Northwestern. Well, let's just talk for a minute. The only three years that they've been to the national championship is 2014, 2018, and 2021. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking that's what you're rocking with. In 2021, <sighs> what's the latter half of the question again? It's the points, right? As well as the leading score? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. I In 2021, who was in the Final Four? I don't feel like it was Northwestern. Was Meg already hurt by that point? Because she got hurt in the 21 season, I believe. Uh, or no, no. No, no, no. Wait, yes. She was hurt. No. No. No, Meg Carney. Meg Carney, yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. She was hurt at yeah. that point. But you're, th you're thinking about scores. We need to figure out, because if it's not 2021, then you're just talking about all these girls – for no reason, because it's going to be the old school chicks. You feel me? I don't think it's 21. You think it's 2018 or 2014? Oh, I mean, it kind of does feel like they did play Northwestern Let that year. Let me just year. think for a minute. I Storyline-wise, what's going to make sense? What's going to make sense is it was 2014 and it was Kayla Trainer. That's what makes sense You're right. this question. You're right. 
Just rip it for the fun of it. I have mine. Give me, give me yours too. That way we can lock in at the same time. I like to lock in as a team. All right, I then feel let's like go. You end up being right, and I'm bummed out. All right, you ready? Grab the top <laughs> of his head. The answer is 2014 points. It was hit me with something random. Wait, what was that part of the question? I thought it was just the points leader for Syracuse. Was it? Is that all? It's it? the point leader. It's the point leader. And if you want to go as far as to say how many points, Kayla Trainer, seven points. Five. <laughs> oh, for three. That was that was that was pretty nasty. I can't lie. <laughs> ah! Wait, what was it? What was it? <laughs> so it's you were 21. right. Your instincts were right, Tommy. Your instincts were right. You went back on it. You it know, was 2021. We always, we always talk about this gut feeling, and you really just betrayed that in that moment. And I'm sorry about it. But it was 2021. It was Megan Tyrell. And oh. she had eight points. <laughs> but, but you know the freeze frame for the podcast is going to be us like this. <laughs> be ready for the thumbnail. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Honestly. Dang, I should have known that. I should have known that too, but like, I think that was Brendan knowing that we would start thinking like Brendan. I should have, I should. And he knew that, and then he twisted it around. Brendan is living in your head he's rent, in, rent free. free. I'm not, he's, Absolutely he's, not, he's not paying a dime. He's loitering. <laughs> he's been there for months. The, the, the New York pandemic eviction order has not been lifted, and Yo. he's just been staying there for years. <sighs> Great work, guys. Great work. Great work. Great work. Great show. Let's call Mungro. Let's see if he answers. Yo, Mongrel, my man. Hey, you're uh I got you I got you on the Orange Zone podcast right now with me and Sam. You cool with that? We gotta tell you some news. Uh, <laughs> I'm driving right now. It's positive. That's you ready good, for Mongrel. it? What's that? You as a part of this team, we needed to call you and let you know live on the show. Uh we just won an Edward R. Edward R. Morrow Award for best podcasts out of all stations in New Jersey, New York, and PA. We are award winning, my man, and now our uh, our podcast goes on for the national contest to try to win this award. Wow, look at that. Yes, sir. It's a part of the Radio Television Digital News Association. And, uh, dude, we're, uh, we're pumped. We just wanted to call and say uh, thank you for, for being a part of this, man. You've been a big part of this story, and we're, we're so excited. Hey, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that, man. But you guys did it. I just did it. It was easy. It was easy. <laughs> you guys did all the work. I just sat back and talked. You uh, you just missed it. Brendan had just one of his most evil evil trivia questions that stumped <laughs> us so bad. He was laughing like a hyena back there. So he says hi, by the way. And uh, dude, we'll have uh, we'll have you on soon, and I'll uh, I'll get in touch with you later today or tomorrow to catch up. Yeah, text me text me what the, the award was. I will. I'll, I'll text it to you. I'll send you a link as well. Yeah, definitely do that. I want to see that. Definitely. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's real cool, actually. Congratulations. Awesome. Yeah, congratulations to you, too. Appreciate it, James. Thanks for making the time. Hey, no problem, brother. You know that. All right. Later. Drive safe. Catch you later. Peace. Should we call Mo in, too? You want to? Yeah, let's rip Mo in.
<laughs> that was such a last. I can't answer. believe he answered. <laughs> all right, so we're calling Lawrence Moon right now. Syracuse all-time leading scorer in basketball. That's right. Come on, two for two, it's baby. Funny, Munger's more of a caller. Than Moon. Moon, I'd text more. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> we'll, we'll call. We'll, we'll, uh, I'll get a hold of him tonight and let him know. But thank you all for uh, being a part of this podcast. The the listeners truly. This is this is why we're doing it. This is why it works. This is why we're going to be able to continue doing it. And uh, this is just um, you know a a push forward to to keep going with this. And we love it. And thank you for being a part of this. You guys are uh, the best award winning listeners for sure on OZ. That's Peace. right. That's it for our show. Samantha Crow. Oh, we got Moten. We got Moten. Yo, poetry. What's going on? What's up, man? Hey, real quick, <laughs> you're on. Uh, I got you. I got you on speakerphone on the on the Orange Zone podcast right now with uh, with Samantha, Brendan, and Rachel. We just wanted to let you know some big news. You have a second? Yeah, talk to me. We uh, we're happy to say that the Orange Zone, the team that you're a part of, we just won a uh, regional award called the Edward R. Morrow Award for the best podcasts out of stations in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and, and New York, man. Oh, that's what's up, bro. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Poetry, you're, you're a part of this, man. We just wanted to say uh, thank you for being a part of this team, and it's been, uh, it's been so fun working with you, man. It's, we're only getting started. Exactly. It's, it's just getting started, man, and glad to be a part. Well, you know I'm a champion, so I, I expect nothing less. <laughs> You're a champion, Poetry. We wanted to thank you so much for being a part of this. Listen, we knew coming into it you were a champion, so of course this was going to be an award-winning show. It was just bound to be the truth. I appreciate that, Sam. I appreciate that, and I look forward to seeing you guys soon. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again, man. Congrats. I appreciate it. All right, Poetry. See you, man. Peace. What a comeback story. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show. Samantha Cross and Brendan Hodges, Rachel Culver. I'm Tommy Sladek. We're the award-winning Arzo. Peace. We're out of here. See ya.